Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Nathatwang. And yes, that's right, you're seeing us for the first time. Now, if you've never seen us before, I'm Doggy, and the lady in that bright red shirt is Shads, and the lady at the top will meet a little bit later. Now, you know, I know you missed us, and I really hope that if you had not listened to the episodes from season one and two, that you've been you you've actually caught up. But while you're getting caught up on your episodes, let's catch up with Shads and find out what she did during the long break. Shads? Hi. New Year's Day, I had the best time of my life. I stayed at a hotel and I did my first day hike. I've been just keeping it chill, staying far away from people as I am told to do, as I like to do because, you know, social distancing and all. Right, right, right. Um, But yeah, just trying to live my best life and just patiently wait for this to be over because I am over it. I love that. I love that. I love that. No, the lady that we have today on our screens is none other than Dr. Neek or Dr. Monique Brown. Now, Dr. Neek, tell us about yourself. All right. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. And yes, uh, my social media platform knows me as Dr. Neek. My current name is Dr. Monique Brown. I am a licensed and practicing medical physician in Kingston, Jamaica. I'm currently employed to the Jamaica Constabulary Force. I was previously employed to the one and only Kingston Public Hospital as an emergency room physician. <laughs> yeah. Francois, I think we've known each other since birth, right? <laughs> you know, it's a really long time. I would say that I met you when I was 16, and I feel like you were younger than 16. So it's been a while, because I haven't been 16 in, like... Decades. You know what? Yeah. You have to do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, dial him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, because we've known each other for decades... Monique, one of the things that I want to do right now, you know, we're starting this for season three. I want to play a game with you. Now, it's called, it's, it's the game is actually called Keep Your Yardy Card. Now, in order to keep your Yardy Card, you are going to have to answer usually one question about Jamaica or Jamaican culture. Now, today's question, very simple, bearing in mind that we're in the Lenten season and it is Easter. Can you name any five ingredients that makes Jamaican Easter bun. That's easy. Go on. Water. <laughs> wow. Flour, <laughs> sugar, raisins, and most of the time we use spices. So I'm going to say they do add cinnamon sometimes. Okay. Okay. Okay, so you know what, guys? We are going to give that to Dr. Neek. You know, she's saving lives. She's not baking. She's not baking. She's definitely saving lives. So, you know, I'm not going to hold it against her. Now, Dr. Neek is here today because we're going to have a discussion about COVID-19. But before we get to that discussion, just give us a quick, 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 quick couple of seconds, and we'll be right back. Okay, now we're back. Now, if you know anything about Nettle Twang, it is the, I don't know, like, it's a podcast that came out of the pandemic. 
And that being said, a lot of the conversations that started on Anatotwag had to do with COVID-19 surviving the pandemic, but it's been a year. Now, with that being said, how are we doing, you know, one year after COVID? I know we have vaccines, we've been wearing masks, we've been social distancing, we've had several lockdowns, not just here in North America, (laughs) but also in the Caribbean. I mean, Dr. Neek is kind of in a lockdown right now. So... Instead of relying on me and Shads to have this particular conversation, we're going to include someone who's been on the front line, who's actually received the vaccine, and is using her platform to educate people. So, Dr. Neek, what is COVID-19 and what are some of the misperceptions that people have surrounding COVID-19? That's an awesome question. So... As a lot of us may know, COVID-19 is an infectious disease that is caused by a new coronavirus. So coronavirus is not new, but it's a new strain of the coronavirus, um, specifically the SARS-CoV-2 virus. And a lot of us would have heard it started in Wuhan, China. Mm -hmm. Well, not last year, my bad, (laughs) September 2019, right? It's been a while. It's been so long. Right. It's been a while. Right. It has really plagued a lot of our homes, society. It has left a lot of us unemployed and basically under a lot of financial strains. But I realize we've had a number of misconceptions with regards Mm -hmm. to the COVID 19 virus and the vaccines. Speaking specifically about the virus, I've been hearing that. COVID-19 is not a virus, it's actually a bacteria. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're still, we're still hearing that. We're still having a lot of misconceptions with regards to the symptoms of COVID-19. At this and, point, really? <laughs> yes, I'd love to hear point, those. Yes, we still are having a lot of misconceptions. A lot of persons still do not believe when they get tested and they come back COVID positive that it's truly COVID-19. Is our planting. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, we're still, we're still getting those, unfortunately. And I'm, I'm hearing that the doctors are wrong on these diagnoses. Um, again, guys, hopefully we can clear up a lot of those misconceptions today, right? I, I would love that. No, we live in the social media age. And as a result of that, a lot of the, the information that we get is from social media. That being said, we went to social media and posed a couple of questions as it pertains to COVID-19. Now, a lot of misperceptions, misconceptions came out of that particular um, question. For example, we asked people, you know, what are some of the things you've heard about COVID-19? I've heard everything from it's... It has to do with 5G, which is why in like countries, countries in North America, um, they were so anti 5G. And in, in countries like Jamaica, I, I remember like watching the news and they were destroying cell towers that were supposed to be for 5G. In addition to that, people have said it's spread through the phone. They're saying it's a it's a trick so that they can sell masks and hand sanitizers because let's be honest, hand sanitizers are never in a cell. <laughs> and um I wonder why. I mean, I've heard so many things. It's in the direction of the NWO, and that is why we are 
currently in a lockdown because they're getting things ready so and in order to do stuff with like holograms and stuff like that we have to be inside because we can't see the setup no i'm not a medical doctor and i'm not a scientist i mean go school got a bachelor's of science but i am no scientist so i'm leaving that to you dr nick shads i know that you're very active on social media like what are people saying I'm active, of course, but I actively try to stay away from the crazies and their crazy conspiracy theories. But I have been seeing similar cases like you have with the whole NWO. Um, I've seen the fact that like people saying that it's been made in a lab, that it's changing your DNA, uh, the 5G thing as well. Uh, of course, it's the end of times. So taking the vaccine is the mark of the beast. Um, <laughs> for, those who, for those who are um, a part of the Judeo um, Christian. Christians mm-hmm. and know about that stuff. And of course, it being a bioweapon and that it was imported from China by the U.S. military. Um, yeah, if it's a bioweapon, we're like a year in. Um, I'm pretty sure it would have been worse by now. I'm just saying. So, you know what? <laughs> you know, there, there's so many things. So, Dr. Neek, when COVID-19 came out, I went out and I bought as many disinfectants, um, everything, right? I mean, about gloves, about masks. I learned how to fashion my own masks. In addition to that, I, I think people are saying that Lysol kills coronaviruses. I knew that didn't make any sense. And I couldn't get Lysol anyway, so I didn't get Lysol. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, when we speak about these conspiracy theories and just everything about COVID-19, one of the things that I find is that there's also a lot of stigma attached to it. So we're learning more about the virus. We're learning more about the vaccines. But we still have some stigma surrounding COVID-19. Now, I, I, I can't speak for Canadians, but I think a lot of people who are or a part of, let's say, you know, platforms like TikTok, there's so much and you go down those rabbit holes and there's so much information or misinformation rather. And people are either afraid of the vaccine or they're they're stigmatizing people when it comes to COVID-19. Now, there are some things that ha- the, the stigma has to, to me has been list- lifted a little bit, um, but COVID-19 remains the seem to be the worst thing to ever happen to, to, to mankind. So Dr. Neek, uh, tell us a little bit ar- around this stigma and should people have any fears when it comes to COVID-19? Because from what I know, within like 14 days or so, the virus is no longer, um, it's no longer transmittable from one person to the next if they have no symptoms. Um, why, why are we still moving like antsy if, if, there, if there's that much information? You know, that's an awesome point to note. Just yesterday, I was having a similar discussion. Unfortunately, we are still stigmatizing persons so much when it comes to the COVID-19 virus. So if persons have tested positive or was one symptomatic of COVID, it is, it's like the black plague, you know, nobody wants to interact with them. No one wants to be around them. I've had persons come to me and say, Doc, I had COVID and I'm afraid to tell anyone because I'm afraid that my business will go out. You know, I will lose everything. And that's 
currently what is um, still being transmitted uh, with regards to COVID-19. And I do believe a lot of it stems from so much misinformation that is on social media. Right. As you rightly said, if you go on TikTok, I recently joined TikTok, guys. Big up yourself. Yeah. And I had a few viral videos. And when I looked at the comments, especially about COVID-19, I was appalled. I was appalled that people are still um, spewing all of this negativity and all of these crazy comments, you know, that there are people still saying that we're injecting COVID-19 into your body through the vaccines. There are people saying that I'm going to turn into a zombie. There. <laughs> I watched enough Walking Dead. I am prepped. I am yeah. ready. I know how to use a shoddy if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> and when it comes to persons who have had COVID-19, people are still afraid of them. You know, it reminds me of what used to happen with HIV back when mm-hmm. HIV was so new and no one knew exactly how it was transmitted right. and, you know, the symptoms and so forth. It's the same with COVID. I do understand people are afraid of what they don't know and anything yeah. that's new, it, it does come with a lot of fear. But I believe that there have been so many different platforms trying to promote education on COVID-19 and I think people should stop whenever they're looking whether it's an Instagram TikTok Twitter rabbit hole that they've dived down they should really stop and say I need to find a source that can be validated I I need a source I need somewhere that I can check and say does this make sense you know that's true that's I feel true. like that works for people who have uh, some form of intelligence. So, like, I mean, myself. I mean, my, that mean. I mean, myself. <laughs> okay, you know good and well what that, that means. makes. Sense. I mean, like for myself, for you, like for all three of us, like we wouldn't be going down a rabbit hole of checking like the dark web or certain places for information that we know is going to be skewed that we know these are the same people who would say that this person is a really bad person when in fact they aren't so it's like the type of media and information that we're going for tends to be different from the next person like there's a reason why they're anti-maskers and um, anti-lockdown people out there they're looking too but it's what they're looking for they're looking for the things that will match what they um, their views already. We're looking for this stuff that's like giving us hope to the actual solution. Like we want real information. Dr. Neek, one of the things that we don't speak about a lot when it comes to COVID-19 has to do with long COVID. Now, for anyone who doesn't know, long COVID usually means that once you caught COVID-19, um, you continue to have symptoms even though you're no longer infectious. Would you be able to shed some light on that? And, and maybe like give a, a medical definition of what long COVID is. All right, so first and foremost, we know that once you have contracted COVID-19, you go into quarantine, well, isolation, really, and Mm -hmm. you'd be isolated for the 14 days. The standard procedures, you would be in isolation, especially in Jamaica, and after 14 days, you'll be contacted by the Ministry of Health to find out if you are symptom-free, right? If it Mm -hmm. is that you are continuing to have symptoms, then 
they would have another three days to check if your symptoms would have resolved. Routinely, some persons might have prolonged symptoms and then would offer to do a repeat COVID swab. So that's the nasopharyngeal swab. And they will send that off to see if you are still COVID positive or not. So with regards to having prolonged symptoms, my last reading from the CDC noted that they were still doing studies on why some persons might have had prolonged symptoms of COVID-19. And you know, prolonged symptoms that they were checking out, fatigue, shortness of breath, coughing, and some chest tightening or chest pain. And they realized that a majority of the persons would have had severe infection of COVID-19 mm-hmm. or possibly had hospitalization. Makes so sense. those are the main points that they saw. But the truth is there were still persons with no underlying chronic illness and who are pretty young that had um, prolonged symptoms of COVID-19 post the 14 days. So in essence, it, the real best solution is to ensure that you don't get COVID-19, you know, wear your mask, wash your hands, sanitize, maintain the social distance, because at the end of the day, you nor I knows how our body would respond if we um, contract COVID-19 at the end of the day. Yeah. No, I I love that, Dr. Nick. Thank you so much for shedding light on that. Um, no, there are some people who are like, you know, I'm a drink my tea. I mean, we're Jamaicans and we live and die by tea. Um, yes. You know, my drink yes. my ginger tea, my do my moringa, you know, I, I, I boil my water. I drink my lemon juice. You know, I, I do my lemon and ginger every morning. I'm exercising. I'm living right. I'm loving life. Are you exercising though? You know, this is not your, this is not your fight. <laughs> Choose your battle. This is, this is not your fight. Um, <laughs> Dr. Neek, um, is there anything that, you know, the average person can do besides wearing a mask to maybe, I guess, um, get the immune system up and running, you know, a little bit better than, than what it was prior to, I guess, November of 2019? Um, have you noticed anything where, okay, this person had a regime or a routine of, you know, drinking hot water with lemon juice? Um oh. No, <laughs> no. Where me? No. But my so, granny said no. tea work. <laughs> right. I mean, Jamaicans live by their ginger tea. It's cool. I I love ginger tea. Boss girls. I still don't yeah, hear about Sarah see it. Uh, okay. I, I'm not a fan <laughs> of bush tea, but okay. <laughs> Tell her that we're from Kingston and we don't do it. We, <laughs> we don't just do don't it. do it. <laughs> We don't do it, but but really though, um, supplementation, vitamins, all of those, they don't really prevent you from getting COVID-19, that's the truth. Um, overall, what my recollection is from WHO and CDC is that they saw where persons who were obese of COVID-19, so definitely that's something to address ensuring that we promote a healthy lifestyle overall, you know, weight loss, eating right. Doesn't necessarily have to be a diet, but yes. Many of you call the people who make COVID because I just recognize that trend. Like, Did why? No, no, so skinny, is skinny people make it? I just was asking for a friend. Did skinny people make COVID? I'm asking for a friend. Oh my God. Oh my God. You see, now that's going to be a myth. 
right? <laughs> like no, no. He's out here spreading right there. Yeah, here spreading COVID lies now that like don't let people come after the skinny people. God. Well, you know, you know, you know what? I'm going to I am going to leave it alone. Guys, skinny people did not invent COVID-19. Thank you. Um, but you don't feel like them neither. It was made by a Scorpio. Wow. <laughs> God, God, the, there's no such thing. I, we're not getting into that. No, guys, this was fun. This was fun. Um, debunking a couple of the myths. But we're going to get into, you know, something a little bit more serious because I feel like as it pertains to COVID-19, this it is the meat be of the matter. So we'll be right back. Proverb. Here's today's proverb. Okay, so we're back. And Dr. Neek, one of the things that I I think I spoke to you about before having this 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 conversation with Shads and, and the rest of our fans has to do with the vaccine. Now, you know, like we've had so many candidates for the vaccine and you know, the ones that we have now that are readily available, they're fine, they're doing great. Um, but you know, are they're they- Friend, <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is Someone has to be you? the devil's advocate. I know, and because I'm being nice today, I think you're choosing to do it. But Dr. Neek, there are different vaccines out here, and you've gotten the vaccine, the AstraZeneca, to, to be exact. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yes. Um, there's Moderna, there's Pfizer, and there is Johnson and Johnson. It's called Janssen. You know buy johnson and johnson get it right or don't say it at all um well bearing in mind that i haven't been vaccinated and dr neek has dr neek tell us about that process and tell us what what was that like like what was it like you know sign up for the vaccine in in a country like jamaica and um why is it that jamaica went with the astrazeneca while countries like canada and the u.s went with moderna and pfizer okay so that's a compounded question, and I'm going to try and dissect it bit mm-hmm. by bit. First, um, Jamaica would have received the AstraZeneca vaccine under the COVAX facility. So they're the ones that help like federal countries, um, those in CARICOM and so forth, to uh, get their vaccines. So the vaccine that they were um, aiding was mm-hmm. the AstraZeneca well, the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine, right? Right, and right. That's what, yeah, so that's the one that was um, used, well, COVAX facility assisted to obtain. With regards to how the vaccination process was, in Jamaica, we would have, one, I'm a medical doctor, so it's, it's more of a, do you want the vaccine? Then we would sign up an online um, so there is an option to say yes or no. It is an option, right? It, it is an option for everyone. I have friends who are doctors who did not take the vaccine, actually. Yes, because they, one, they're not as informed and they do feel as if they're not, they're, they haven't gotten to the place where they can make an informed decision, which is mm-hmm. fine. Right. If that is your reason, then continue to stay informed and educate yourself and see how best that can push you forward to making the decision. Because the ultimate goal is to protect yourself. But with regards to going through the vaccination process, you would have 
well, indif- indicated that you wanted to get the vaccine first. Two, they would have scheduled a time and a date. And whichever facility, facility it was, then you would have um, you'd have showed up at that particular time. So when you show up, there would have been a group sensitization where they'll tell you about the vaccine, which vaccine you're getting, and what the procedure would be. Mm-hmm. Then there would be a mini interview where a public health nurse or someone of that caliber would briefly interview you to find out if you have any chronic medical illnesses, if you've ever had any, um, any allergic reactions, any vaccination, so forth, and document accordingly. Then you'd move over to getting the actual vaccine, which a public health nurse would have vaccinated you. Right. After that procedure, then you will move over to what we call the observation period, where there would be a medical doctor or a registered nurse mm-hmm. or a family nurse practitioner that would be there observing everyone, depending on their comorbidity. It would range from 15 to 30 minutes of of observation to ensure that no one has any severe allergic reactions to the vaccine. Any reactions that they do have would have been documented. And just to note some of the common side effects of most vaccines, which we would have been getting from childhood, right? Some pain, swelling to the injection site, and a few persons would have reported a low-grade fever, maybe chills, rigors, and most of our joint pains. With regards to the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine, mm-hmm. some persons also reported from the study that they felt um, a mild headache and some fatigue, but all of the symptoms typically resolve within 24 to 48 hours, right? And they would have given you back your card because you get a little vaccine card to say that you got vaccinated at this time, this date, and um, which sample or vial it was from, and another date for your second dose of the vaccine since the Oxford-AstraZeneca is a two-dose vaccine, right? Yes. Perfect. Now, I love that you broke that down for us because one of the things that I didn't know was that there was an observation period with, which allowed um, doctors or medical personnel to actually supervise you prior to you leaving the facility. So that's, that's actually pretty good. Now, you know, I don't want to be a hypocrite because I have friends and, and family members in the medical profession. And I've watched the documentaries, I've read the white papers, but, you know, I feel like, you know, when I was young in Jamaica and, you know, they used to joke, joke me up with like the, the needles, like I, I never really had a say. And then, you know, when I became an adult and I came here, which is, which is foreign or, or Canada, um, I went out and I went to my doctor and they're like, and they did a test and they're like, these are the things that we find that you are not, I guess, immune to and they're vaccines for, would you like to take the vaccines? And I said, yes. I mean, no questions asked. I went in, got my inoculations and that was a wrap. As you mentioned, you know, the typical, um, I guess, symptoms or after effect of a vaccine, which was like um, redness or soreness at the site of the injection. Um, that, w- that was about it. But Right now, like, I feel like we're living in, the Egyptians say, serious times. And, like, you know, people trust teachers, doctors, um, preachers. And right now, 
I'm not sure if we can trust anybody when it when it when it comes to a vaccine because again, I've I'm I'm an intelligent youngster, but or an old person, however you want to put it. Um, and I've gone down the TikTok rabbit hole, and there are things that make sense. There are things that do not make sense. Um, my question to you is, um, and I want and I, and I want to to ask Shads specifically, where where to the vaccine? I have considered it. I have been doing my research. Am I going to be rushing front in line when they eventually get to our age group? No. I will wait until maybe maybe next year. I'll see. I mean, I am barely around people, if at all. Mm-hmm. I wear my mask, as you would still have to, even when you get the vaccine. Um, I have no need to travel anytime soon. I know that's like the sensible thing to get if you are planning on getting, uh, if you plan on traveling, if you plan on being in any communal spaces, I'm good. I will keep waiting until there's more research coming in, um, more people have taken it. Again, by the time they get to our age group, I feel like it's going to be June or July by then. So, Mm -hmm. I mean in the meantime like so much can happen but i i'm not not going to take it i'm not an anti-vaxxer i have my vaccines i've taken vaccines um, my friend we feel like you pick up that care that just because we're having this discussion today and you wanted to show people yes because just so if anyone's listening they're they're not like oh she's probably an anti-vaxxer no i take my vaccines i've had vaccines like we all have when we're a kid we had no say i've taken vaccines that i voluntarily took i am just waiting a bit um till i feel more comfortable um and there are plenty more there are like still eight other vaccines in canada that are under review we have four that are available Mm -hmm. so i am there, I am waiting. I'm doing my research and I'm waiting. I'm not rushing to go get one. And you know what? I, I think I know why you're a little bit hesitant to take the vaccine. So I'm going to throw this over to Dr. Neek. Now, Dr. Neek, we went to the same high school in a sense. You know, people argue that it's a different school, but, you know, it's the same name. You know, it was founded <laughs> by the same person. It's the same school. Um, and we know that, you know, when we were going to school, I know for Wilmer's Boys that 60 was a, the pass mark. And if you got 60, unless it was a subject that you were struggling in, you were happy. But for anything else that you're supposed to be excelling in, especially if you intended on going into that field after high school, you, you wanted an 80, you wanted a 90. Um, that brings us to efficacy, because that word wasn't very popular until COVID-19. You know, Let's talk efficacy. Like, why would I take a vaccine with nine, was it 69% efficacy in comparison to one that's like 96? All right. So when we speak about efficacy of a vaccine or a drug, we're mm-hmm. talking about the vaccine's ability to reduce the disease um, in the vaccinated group, right? Right. So when, you're, when you say um, AstraZeneca, the most recent document that they they released, I think it might have been like a few days ago. Right. Um, they actually said that the vaccine's efficacy was 76%. Um, yeah, so it's 76% against symptomatic It's a pass mark. Wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, man, hold on. So 76% um, 
efficacy against symptomatic COVID-19 mm-hmm. and 100% efficacy against serious or severe COVID-19 disease and hospitalization, right? So this is, this is its ability to protect you against COVID-19. So what you need to realize is some protection is better than no protection whatsoever, right? Of course, think about it. My protection Listen, is me listeners, staying in my what, do you, house. What, do you, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> like, what do you think? The doctor said that some protection is better than no protection. <laughs> in- no, wait, oh my lord. <laughs> do not Um, twist her words when it comes to the vaccine you're terrible you know when it comes to the vaccine you're terrible you're terrible come come come, doctor no no doctor come again again. me you know what i understood what you said only you would be the one to draw that out and spin it you know that's why that's why my heart said jamaica you know we're here for it wow Um, Doctor, you said that, you know, the protection is good regardless. The efficacy isn't something to necessarily be concerned about. Um, Right. right. So, and I know like earlier, Shads was saying that, you know, here in Canada, they're saying, do not cherry pick your vaccine. And, you know, when you live in the great north, um, you know, because I can't say the land of the free or the, the home of the brave, we're um, on native land mm-hmm. yes we're, we're not doing those today you know we're not <laughs> going to i i know i cannot pronounce the names for um for for a lot of the the ethnic groups or tribes so you know i'm, I'm not going to, to get into it but you know much respect to my my first nations and native brothers and sisters i really hope you guys are are, are, are surviving this horrible pandemic but back to efficacy Mm-hmm. you're saying that you know we're, we're, we're not supposed to cherry pick uh, vaccines here because we have an option we have a variety of vaccines to choose from but in jamaica there is only one vaccine currently so you guys currently. don't get to currently, currently. right is there so, an eta like of is there a known eta of any others or is it still just um, astrazeneca astrazeneca Right. Um, so currently, the vaccine available is the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine. I do believe that the Ministry of Health and Wellness are still trying to um, gather other vaccines, if possible. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not sure if you know, recently I heard that there was lack of supply and an increased demand, right? So right. if you don't have enough supply, then smaller countries would not be able to get it um, as soon as they would like. And that was the whole importance of this COVAX facility in the first place to help to um, ascertain the vaccinations for the smaller countries, the third world countries, therefore. Um, I do think that they are in dialogue with the other pharmaceutical um, companies and drug companies to try and get other vaccines. But as for what we have currently, again, it's best to offer some protection and immunity now because we don't know when we're going to um, contract COVID-19, especially for the frontline workers, you know, yeah, right, right. every day, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why we, we go back to the, that statement that 
having some protection against COVID-19 is better than none. And a drug being 76% efficacious is awesome. We have yeah. measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine that it was, I think it was 97% um, protection against uh, measles and maybe 70-something against mumps. That's what I mean. So I play we actually have no vaccine that has a hundred percent efficacy. There's no. also there's also the the case. My question is like a lot of people think that taking the vaccine is a cure. I, I mean, yeah, we can't stop where it is. <laughs> so a lot of yeah. people, yeah, a lot of people think, yeah. I'm taking a vaccine. I don't need to wear a mask. I don't need to social distance. I could be around a bunch of people. I am cured and I will never be I am delivered. I <laughs> delivered. And no COVID here. Right. So it all boils it all boils back to what we previously said. You know, the vaccine is protecting against having severe COVID infections, getting really sick, possibly needing hospitalization. Um ventilator icu support or even dying right and that's the that's the main aim of vaccinating the population with regards to getting vaccinated and stop wearing a mask um cdc recently released a document saying that yes you will still need to wear the mask and follow the covid19 protocol and this is because one most of the vaccines currently two doses and the maximum efficacy is really after the second dose and two, it takes around 14 days, um, so two weeks before you would have built up enough antibodies and um, created enough um, immunity, right? Right, yes. right. And to be totally honest with you, you know, like today I went driving and I saw people who were, you know, exercising without masks. And it didn't occur to me that they could have been vaccinated because I feel like even though there's so much information about COVID-19 and you know, there's so much about the vaccines. I feel like people who got their their jabs, they've they've probably just been living life. You know, having you know, like in Canada, there was a thing called COVID parties. I'm I, I'm not sure if you if they happened in, in in countries like Jamaica, but there were people who went to parties during COVID nineteen specifically to try to get COVID. It's like with the chicken pox. Like parents used to like have chicken pox party so they could pass it so your child could naturally build up the immunity to it and that sounds toxic and very on un- i wouldn't play that game with something that is out here doing the absolute most because i've never heard of anyone dying from chicken pox i'm sure there's like a percentage right have, but i definitely been here people dying from covid19 so who's playing that right. game? Right. <laughs> And there's so many other complications of chickenpox. Why would you do that? I, I got chickenpox when I was younger and it was a horrible experience. But I mean, vaccination helps us to build immunity against these viruses and diseases right. without having to actually get the virus or disease, mm-hmm. which is a plus. I believe what those persons are trying to do is trying to build their immunity as quickly as possible by contracting the actual um, disease, which I would not recommend anyone no i i i love that no no doc i'm not going to lie to you i mean branded hoodie and branded mask because you know boy are things um it's still a pandemic but you know boy is still things 
my question is, you know, even though we're into this COVID fashion, we're into, you know, making light of what's happening or even trying to quarantine, isolate, social distance and follow protocol. You know, a lot of us are a little bit frustrated. We're tired. And we would like to know, like, how long do you think before we get to some semblance of normalcy? That's a very difficult question to answer. Well, I mean, you're the um, doctor. <laughs> But she's that also not a psychic. Exactly. <laughs> you don't know, like, you're out here saving lives, you know? I am not predicting the future, though. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think what normalcy would be is when the masses of the population has been vac- vaccinated. And unfortunately, with regards to how much misinformation that is being spread, I am not very confident that it will be anytime soon because persons are still going down those rabbit holes. Yes, get off of TikTok. Yeah, too much TikTok rabbit holes, too much um, Twitter rabbit hole. And there are people who are the anti-vaxxers. They are really pushing a lot of these misconceptions. And unfortunately, if we could get more persons to stay informed through... um, validated sources, you know, the recommended sources, WHO, CDC, PAHO, Ministry of Health and Wellness, I think that would help us to really um, go back to the sense of normalcy a lot faster. But mm-hmm. until we get to that point where more, more persons are well educated on the subject of COVID-19 and the vaccines, I think we're going to just have a little bit of a delay on that part. Thank you, doctor. Um, I like saying that because, you know, people know how far we are come from, you know? You know, we're not them not know how far. So I, I like to say Dr. Brown, guys. So forgive me, but I like saying Dr. Brown. I like to say doctor. Um, so we spoke about normalcy, and you know, I, I'm going to get to Shadia in a bit, but I want to go back to the doctor. Um we, we we speak about normalcy and and what normalcy looks like, and we speak about the Twitter rabbit holes, and we speak about all these these other things. But what would you like, you know, as a doctor? in a developing nation who has a platform, what would you like people to know about the COVID-19 vaccine? Right, so some common myths that I would like to debunk just quickly. Mm -hmm. There's no proof that COVID-19 causes infertility. No, right? Again, the rabbit holes would tell you otherwise. Please just check WHO or CDC. They have been doing studies. Girl, people don't have time for that. Make time. <laughs> Please, yeah, make time. Stop the spread of misinformation. Please. It's, it's very simple. The COVID-19 vaccine does not turn you into a zombie. Three, it's not injecting the virus, the actual virus. It's using the information to make what is called the spike protein. It's just like a, a little protein on the outside of the COVID-19 virus, and that helps us to build immunity. Um, and... There have been no deaths reported from the vaccination. Like, guys, again, just do the research, spend 15 minutes and read reputable sources, and you'll see that a lot of these myths are fictitious, to say the least, right? Okay, okay. I mean, big you up, doctor. And I really respect someone who is doing the work, not just underground, but you're also trying to keep abreast of what is happening online with PAHO, 
um, which I think is a Jamaican organization. And then there is the World Health Organization. Organization. Right. Um, and I think here in Canada, it's Health Canada. No, I, I love that. No, let me get to Shad's. Now, Shad's, you know, she had a lot to say today or not a lot to say, but she say our things, you know. COVID is not really hurting. Um, it is not, no. Shad's, what would you like people to know from the conversation that we've had today what would you like people to know about COVID-19 it's real it is not made up it is not something that the government is trying to create to cause some new world order I I can't speak for everyone's country I can speak for the country I'm in I respect the politicians and the efforts that they're putting in with helping us survive this mm-hmm. thing as best as we can. Um, like Dr. Monique said, do your research. We have our sources here. Um, I know CDC is more towards the U.S. and we, the U.S. and Canada, we do have differences when it comes to our health stuff. Um, right. It tends to be a little bit more strict here. Um, so we do have sources like CAMH, um, Health Canada, like you mentioned. Just simply go onto those sites and type it in. It doesn't take long to look at that. They've literally broken down the the information so that anyone could simply read it. So it's not long jargons, it's not long paragraphs. They tell you even the simple ingredients that are in the vaccines that are available right now, um, just so people who may already know if they're allergic to those ingredients to know which vaccine they shouldn't be taking because it will risk have an allergic reaction. And even if you do get the vaccine and you get an allergic reaction, go to your family doctor if you have one. If not, go to a walking clinic. Um, we're fortunate where we can just go and not have to pay a penny for these things. If you uh, have papers, please. If, if you, you have, have papers, if, yeah, if you have a health card, that. if you have a health card, yes. Um, and if you do have that allergic reaction, like they'll set you up with an allergist so you know if it's something that you should. And then you can ask to take a different vaccine. So it's not like you're out of luck if, oh my gosh, I was allergic to that one. I can't take anything. You just, it's not, not impossible to receive. And again, there's still like eight more that we're waiting for. I mean, I'm waiting for one in particular that's being made in Quebec that's plant-based. So, I mean, that's waiting approval. So once that's done, that will go into my arm. That's that's me. But again, that. we are fortunate where we live in a country that we have all these options. I know that there are other countries who don't have that luxury. So that's another thing that people who live in Canada, especially need to understand and be appreciative of the fact that we're in the middle of a global pandemic. And there are some countries who will recover better than others when it's all said and done in more than one way. Right, right. I, I, I love that. So guys, it's been a heavy conversation. And I know it's a lot to digest. Um, and you know, it is season three of No Little Twang. And one of the things that we want to do for our listeners and our viewers is to end every No Little Twang on a positive note. So that being said, Dr. Neek, um, we're going to play a very quick game. It's, you know, it, it's meant to be fun, but it can be very technical as well. 
Um, and we just need you to tell us five things you would keep from the pandemic. So anything that you liked that worked, five things you'd like to keep. Okay. I think I have three things mm-hmm. I'd like to keep because, you know, I don't get to work from home. So I can't, I can't include that one. So, <laughs> all right. So three things I will keep um, from this COVID-19 pandemic. Right. Hand hygiene. Okay. The hand washing, the use of sanitizer. I love it. I mean, <laughs> I've never seen so many persons walking with that little um, pouch of sanitizer and they're going in. It's beautiful. I love it. Please, let's take that. Right, Where does it go? How sad is that? Like, yeah. how is no, that? I've never, listen, I've never seen it. I'm walking in Jamaica and someone touches a door, they sanitize their hand before they eat. Oh my Lord. It's beautiful. I love it. Please keep that one. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Two, I, I need this social distancing to be like continued. In Jamaica, we are very tight knit, you know, everybody's really close. I go into a store, I'm here, somebody else is here or here. <laughs> so maintain the social distance. I like I like that. I like having a little bit of my personal space. Yeah. And I would say three. I appreciate that a lot of persons are more health conscious. They are more aware. They are actually trying to actively seek knowledge. It's just that they're not finding it from the correct sources. So we'll just tweak that a little bit mm-hmm. and find reputable sources, but continue to be like health conscious, continue to try and be educated about your health, health awareness. I am absolutely in love with the fact that so many persons are interested. So those are my three takeaways from the pandemic. I love that, Dr. Neek. Thank you so much for sharing that with, with, with us and actually being here on the show today because, guys, it's been a journey and um, we'll probably tell you about that, uh, you know, in some bloopers some other time. Um, but, Shads, um, I know you don't really like people like that and you try to keep to yourself. Um, what are five things that you would keep from the pandemic? Number one is definitely that two meter, six feet rule in mm-hmm. stores because I never liked the fact that people were right beside me when I'm trying to put my pin in, when I'm trying to pay. Like, do I know you? Are you paying this bill? Are you paying for me? Friend, like, don't you use you Apple so Pay though? Don't you use why Apple so, Pay though? It doesn't matter. Like, I don't want you near me. Like, I don't like personal space. A lot of people here don't respect personal space. So that is number one for me, that two meter rule. Yeah, that needs to stay hundred percent um the mask thing i'm totally okay with wearing a mask in public spaces because again i don't want to be breathing people's like toxic air because when this is all said and done there's still gonna be viruses out there there's still gonna be another thing so i mean the flu is still a thing so the fact that like the flu has been down because of all these precautions I mean, I'm totally for it. Like if I had to go out in public and also people with bad breath, it will save them a lot of, um, <laughs> I mean, somebody had to say You it, just like, woke up and chose violence. We'll <laughs> I mean, somebody had to say it. The you, you mask, woke up and chose The mask violence. is a blessing in disguise for people who have halitosis and people who just like, yeah. But wait, friend, they're not have a smell of moon break then. Then they'll know to use to, you know what? Yeah, they'll know to deal with it accordingly. 
you smell it, nobody else has to smell it. I, somebody to say it. I know somebody else out there. I am not the only one who thought that. Please, like, don't make it seem as if it's just me. Anyway, my other op- my other one, my key piece is definitely the work from home. Uh, we work remotely. A lot of jobs used to tell you, oh, no, that's not possible. You can't work from home. You have to come into the office. And now all of a sudden, the jobs that weren't work from home or suddenly work from home capable. So that would be nice to keep and give people that option if they do want to work from home or if they want to go into the office or a mix of both, you know, for people who feel like socializing with their coworkers and pretend that they're friends with them. Um, I said what I said and I meant it. Um, But yeah, I think those are the ones that I have because those are like the three main ones. I can't really think of anything else because again, like I don't really... I'm not around people like that. And the people who are around are people who I actually care about and I love. And if I'm around strangers, I personal space. And and that's fair. That's fair. Um, what about I, you? Oh, you know, I, I was going to say, I was totally <laughs> going to ignore the fact that you did not ask me what I would keep from the pandemic. But, you know, thank you. I mean, thank you. Sometimes I have to pretend like I care about you, you know. That's okay. This is That's okay. You know, the people have listened to enough episodes to know you don't like me. Um. That's what happens when you, we've been in each other's lives for way too long. I am not Dr. Monique. I don't um, like you that much. <laughs> wow. You know what? Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, one of the things... Give me your I, five. <laughs> you know, my five is I don't get to see shards. I'm not even lying. I'm not ask Christ. I don't get to see her. <laughs> Um, she lived too far anyways And you know I'm trying to social distance Who's trying to go where you live anyway Again you woke up and you chose violence <laughs> um, But I love the social distancing I love a curbside pickup That is a vibe I do not like to go into stores If I if you can show me your entire inventory on, online And I could just pick up what I want I am for that I do not need to be in a store I, I just lazy, lazy, you know. I don't I just like shopping lazy, I'm not going to lie to you I don't like shopping If it's not Amazon I don't really like to be a part of it um, I love working from home Because I get to trick out my little home office With like screens and lights and all that and my my home office i'm i'm definitely here for that um i love that no people are a little bit more cognizant of like their groups right like bubbles i love that because i think before there are people who just used to hang out with anybody like, Those are the extroverts, not the you know, introverts like, like us. <laughs> the people who don't wash them hands and stuff like that. Like, where is that going? Like, was why was that ever a thing? You know, and I've had a lot of uncomfortable um, instances where people have actually been in areas that they were supposed to wash their hands and they did not. So I am grateful for, as Dr. Monique said, the hand um, hygiene, which, which comes with COVID-19, I think that's like four. I can't get into anything else. I feel like I hygiene think... overall. Like a lot of people for some No, reason, people still non-beard. People, I feel like... people who still non-beard. No. I feel like a lot of people just like, y'all really weren't doing that? But maybe just because I'm raised Jamaican, like we just, I don't know. I mean, we were washing hands. Like when I moved here and I saw a lot of sanitization stations, I'm like, yo, why don't y'all just wash your hands? Like, I don't get it. Like, why? Like, where were they everywhere? Like, people thought I was weird that I told them, I'm like, I was always using a glove to pump gas. And people are like, I didn't think about that. Like, y'all were touching that, like, just bare hand, that dirty pump that, like, thousands of people are touching. 
True, true. I mean, I've I've started using gloves. Um, I used to just wash my hands and use sanitizer, but I've started to use gloves. But guys, it's been real. It's been a great conversation. And if you knew the work that went into getting the good doctor here, who is trying to save lives in Jamaica yeah. or actually saving lives rather, and to be able to have this conversation for you guys, it, it was a task. And I ju- I'm grateful that she was able to have this particular conversation with us today. And it we shows, would- it shows that like COVID is a real thing and people are out here sacrificing their time to help fight this virus this it's not it's not a joke so yeah like we really appreciate dr monique taking that time out of saving lives and vaccinating people to come chat with us and inform the masses and debunk and inform because if they're not going to the sources at least they could rely on the look thank you dr Neek. no dr Neek. <laughs> Before we go, right, again, a heartfelt thank you, you know, big up yourself. Um, yeah. But where, where where, can we find you? I know you said you're on socials, um, right. but where can we find you? Right. So my social media handlings, it is Dr. Neep, N-I-Q-U-E. And that is on Facebook, Instagram, yes, TikTok. And I recently started a YouTube channel. So guys ensure that you subscribe and hit the bell notifications this description yes. link will be in the description, description below yes yeah yeah you're gonna put it in the description really yeah of course the link will be in the why description not below. Yeah. of course, of course. <laughs> i really appreciate that and guys i just want to say thank you for having me and i really enjoyed this discussion I it, hope we really yeah. enjoyed having you we, we Again, love to we have you appreciate it and you know guys we've gotten to the end and you know it was again fun it was real it was heavy but we learned a lot and i think we gained a lot from this experience um again feel free to like subscribe share with a friend with a friend a anti-masker a masker everybody right this episode is is real and we want to share share the knowledge so don't forget to like and like and subscribe and follow us on all socials it's n-u-h-l-i-k-k-l-e-t-w-a-n-g i know it's a mouthful but just follow us and as usual until next time what good <laughs>